I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, I'm Chanti. And I'm Lynx, and you're listening to Muses. Enjoy the show. Everybody and happy Boxing Day if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. Yes, Christmas has passed. We're in the future. <laughs> We're in the future. <laughs> and if Christmas is past, it means that it's time to start celebrating my birthday. When's your birthday? Excuse me, you don't know? <laughs> well, listeners don't. Oh, that's right. Uh, we call my birthday second Christmas because it's a month after Christmas. Okay. So it's going to be, yeah, my birthday in January, and we're going to go out dancing for my birthday. Amazing. Yeah, I haven't done that in a while, so the Piston has disco on Saturday night. I think my birthday lands on a Saturday. So let's go dancing. I cannot wait. Uh, Everybody who's listening in Toronto, come on out. January 25th at the Piston. Show up. I'll be there. Amazing. We're going to dance the night away. Well, great. I really like that song. Yeah. Speaking of songs and um christmas songs have you heard the mashup between mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you and radiohead's creep no this what that's a thing yes it's a mashup between all i want for christmas is you and radiohead's creep and i'm gonna play it for you right now links and then we're gonna play it for our listeners and i know christmas is over but the song is hilarious so now you have it in your Christmas song toolkit to play next year. Here it is. When you wait for me, to look you in the eye, you just like you're an angel. Skin to cry, you feel like a feather. 
one of those moments where you're just like how who was this person what were they doing what made them think you know it'd be a great mashup <laughs> creep and where i carry all i want for christmas like how does that even uh, well somebody's brain connected the wires yeah on how they could make that happen it and- does fit in a strange way though like it, it it's it's a little uh wow that was a. Uh, I could tell you loved it. Yeah. And yeah, in a world where the internet can be kind of scary and sad sometimes. Sometimes you just got to look and you'll find find a little piece of happiness right there. That's absolutely right. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us. We have decided to give you a year-end wrap-up episode. Before we get into our whole year, we want to thank a couple of very special people. Yes, some patrons. Patreons. Patrons. Patrons Patrons of the Patreon. Yeah, thank you, Chloe. Thank you so much, Chloe. And... Tashana. Tashana, thank you so much, yeah. Thank you so much for your monthly pledge and donation to Muses. We are so grateful, so happy we... That is one thing that we began this year was a Patreon with no real big expectations, just hoping to make some bonus content. And I think we got more out of it than we expected. For sure. Yeah. And it's just, again, just so nice to connect with people and know that there are people out there who want to support us and who everyone on Instagram and stuff is the same. It's just I've definitely felt the support this year and you guys make it even more worthwhile like we love what we do here you guys make it extra special yeah yeah thank you if you you want to become a patron you can head over to patreon.com slash muses podcast and for five dollars a month you get two bonus episodes so on the alternate weeks that we're not recording and putting it on the uh pantheon network you get some extra bonus stuff and when i said we got more out of it than i expected first of all we definitely got this new community of supporters that we realized were you know happy to pay and support us and it's also just been area so fun exactly yeah creatively yeah it's been it's been great talking to you about you know things that we just think up that we want to talk about and yeah i've definitely had a lot of fun some of my favorites like making the playlists uh doing the 90s soundtrack one and uh, actually our year and wrap up that we just did for Patreon as well. Like that was just a great conversation. And I feel like even though, you know, obviously we're great friends and I know you, I get to know you more every time too. I get to hear a story I didn't know before. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. It has been. I figured that a good way to begin this year-end wrap-up was to start with listener questions. So we've asked our friends on Instagram uh, if they had any questions for us. So I think what we can do is we can go back and forth. We'll both answer them, but I'll read a question and you can read a question. And then anything that we didn't answer 
about this year in the questions we can go back into our notes and just make sure that we amazing yeah that we go over those would you like me to start with the first question and we'll be using people's first names yeah or sometimes their handles depending on um if i didn't catch their first name by their handle perfect abby asks well first she says y'all are my favorite podcast and i'm so glad you're celebrating three years How did you guys make so many music pals? Did you just approach them at shows? Interesting question. Uh, Basically, yes. (laughs) Uh, I think that's key is just in life in general. Like, don't wait for things to come to you. Go go to what you want. And uh, yeah, I was always such a shy person growing up and trying to talk to people. Even now... Like, it's so easy for you. I watch you enter a room full of strangers and within like minutes, everyone loves you and like you make everyone (laughs) feel comfortable. And I'm literally just standing in the corner like, okay, like I have to talk to these people. Like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to do my best. Like, I I have to like pump myself up to do it. It's, it's not, it doesn't come easy to me, but I want it to. And I want, I, I want to talk to people. So I remember like when I first started going to shows and not just to, talk to musicians but to like meet like-minded people who were at the shows um I really did have to kind of talk myself up and go like okay like just walk over there and say hi so like start a conversation and push myself to do it I never have regretted you know doing it though that's the thing like I always and of course the minute you walk away you're like wow that was so much easier than I thought it was going to be like you build things up in your head so yeah just just walk up to people just be open be happy to you know be there and Mm -hmm. is that basically what happened with you as well yeah so for me there's two levels right because we were both quite young when we started like we were in our teens when we started going to shows And for me, I was, yeah, I was in university, so I was in my late teens coming into my early 20s. And the way that I met Music Pals was supporting small local artists and venues. Yeah. And I'll start with that first, because that's how I eventually got into the larger venues, because you meet the artists before they're huge. Yeah. How can you know, right? Yeah. And how can you know that an artist is going to blow up, right? Well, the thing is, you you can have an idea. And I we were going to shows maybe three, four, five nights a week. Yep. So there was a lot of people that we saw that was great, that were great, that we made friends with that maybe that was it. They wrapped up their music career or, you know, or maybe they've continued, but we haven't followed them. But then there are a few people and a few bands that we saw them. Mm-hmm. We went, holy shit. Number one, great charisma, great people. And also, they're not huge yet. There's not a lot of people in this bar now, but there will be. And it's knowing that like, if you continue to support and you continue to watch and you buy the albums and you share the music and you just like know when a band's going to be huge, like the Dirty Nil was one of those bands for me. Mm -hmm. They played to an almost empty bar and now... I don't remember the last time they've been off tour. Like they're yeah. they're getting huger and huger. They're opening for gigantic bands. And then they're like headlining shows in their own right. 
you know and I think that in terms of the Canadian music scene being what it is a lot of my friends now who are running the Canadian music scene and who are some of the more popular artists I've known since 2009 Mm -hmm. when they were just yeah getting it going you know and talk to everyone that's the key too right like like you said um there's so many other people in the music community that are important and can help you in the future and that you want to support them and watch their career grow too Mm -hmm. every part of it is exciting and yeah that's really key is just be happy in your in your community yeah like don't I, I, you're not gonna make friends with Mick Jagger like I'm sorry it's just you're not going to maybe but like no but like you can make friends with the community that you live in and if you continue to support it and go out and and the big I uh, think band thing is possible sure um I know that you can do the meet and greet route you can yeah. hang out before a show that doesn't I don't think that really happens too too much anymore that people are showing up really early and like scaling venues and stuff or really hanging around but I do see people still hanging around after for the autograph or maybe the I definitely of, see like, both it depends yeah on the artist and how young they are too the young sure. ones do show up super early mm-hmm. uh but do the bands ever out. like come out and very and, rarely okay. so it depends on it's it depends on the band but you don't see that as often for sure for sure yeah and we're not saying to like don't go after the huge stars but also like don't ignore don't. what's happening in your backyard and also it patient. is more rewarding when you're on, like at the front line of it and getting to see bands grow and yeah. become something like that like you're part of it you're like you're helping to create that by mm-hmm. supporting so it, it like that 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 is just as exciting as meeting some big rock star you know and look here's an example of how small the music industry really is i have a friend whose mate is in and by mate i mean friend because they're british is in harry styles's band yep right i have a musician friend who is very very good friend tours with harry styles yeah like that is not a huge degree of separation do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so nothing is really impossible either and once you're in it you're in it it's Mm -hmm. a huge yeah but not so huge exactly world yeah all right do you want to read the next question absolutely rachel wants us to do an episode she says can you do an episode on mary austin sometime in 2020 interesting okay how do you feel about mary austin can you explain who mary austin is to people who might not know well i feel like a lot of people might have her more on their radar now that uh bohemian rhapsody has come out right yep um interestingly i noticed that there was a book by Freddie Mercury's lover I forget his name um and I was thinking that might be an interesting one or maybe doing an episode on both of them together would be interesting like the two great loves of Freddie Mercury well do you feel like Bohemian Rhapsody did Mary Austin justice and perhaps this is why Rachel is asking for an episode so if you want to go back and listen to what we do have to say about Mary Austin (laughs) we gave a brief 
bio of who she is and and where we thought that the movie got it wrong you can go on youtube and find that right what's yeah. a good thing to type for that uh, muses maybe bohemian rhapsody yeah short stack records short stack records oh yeah we did a commentary with my friend cal who i'll link it up owns, in the show notes yeah um yeah we weren't big fans of the film spoiler uh but i guess like that's always hard too though because it's it's not a movie about Mary Austin. It's a movie about this guy. And if they're going to get so many other facts wrong, they're not going to try to... They're just going to f- make her character what they they need her to be in the film, right? Yep. Though I do think they did a good enough job where they showed their relationship was real and an important part of his life, for sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll put her on the list. We like hearing suggestions uh I, I write down every time someone asks says like oh like have you thought about doing this person like our list is just so big at this point uh I hear you I I want to get to these women as well we're, we're doing our best sometimes we're trying we- to mix up the genres too e- exactly so if exactly. we get like if we do country, then we're going to try and do this and that. I think, yeah. Yeah. We and I guess strive like, for a bit more diversity. We, and you might be surprised. Like we don't have a Linda McCartney one. Yeah. But like sometimes I don't want to go for the big obvious ones because people already know so much about them. And then I find out like about Audrey Williams and Hank Williams. And I'm like, this is a story not a lot of people probably know, but should know. So sometimes, yeah, not only like mixing up genres, I I like to tell like the lesser known stories to get those out there as opposed to like always the big ones. But it's nice to also honor the big ones every once in a while too, right? So, I'd love to do Linda McCartney. Yeah. So I know I'll probably get a couple of Indigo gift cards in my stocking. So yeah, I've been thinking about uh, yeah which books I'm I want to read and uh, present in books- the new year. I'm actually going to the library after I leave your place. So, oh, good. Uh, I got a couple books waiting on my next episode. I get books from the library all of the time. Yeah. But when it comes to books on like Linda McCartney and, and people like that, I think that's something I'm going to want to keep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. would want to buy that book. For sure. Yeah, it is nice to hold on to, especially like the episode ones that we do, because that is like nice to see on your bookshelf, like the Muses library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a good one. We should take... You know what we should do for Patreon? I just thought of this. Is we should say what's in the Muses library. Yeah. We should like I'll bring all my books over to your house. Or you bring your books over and we will just go through. And we can do like a video thing. Perfect. Yeah, let's do that. Or we can do it in two separate ones. Yeah. Okay, great. Next Haley, question. <laughs> Haley asks, not sure if you've touched on this in a previous episode. How did you two first meet? We met at one of Pamela DeBar's writing workshops. Yeah, we've definitely talked about this before, but I do not mind talking about it again because it was such a special time. Yeah, fate brought us together for sure. And uh, you had just started the podcast maybe a month or two before Mm -hmm. that. So it was new. That was so cool hearing that you were doing that. And when you asked... uh, does someone can someone present Marian Faithful and people recommended me and because I didn't want to present every week yeah it was always supposed to be a co-host and I had an amazing I have an amazing beautiful talented creative friend who we started it we found all of the gear that we needed 
we researched it because three years ago podcasting was completely different yeah it, there wasn't podcasts about how to podcast yeah. there wasn't all of these tutorials these groups you know what i mean so it was very diy yeah and it came to the point where i even recorded a couple of episodes with this friend and one day she just said i can't do it this is not for me this is not my project mm-hmm. well i i'm so thankful it's to, blessing. to her yeah it's it was meant to be for sure and from that day forward it just felt right that we were doing this together Mm -hmm. so I love that we've continued the theme with album covers because the first photo that was for Muses was the Damn the Torpedoes album cover that I recreated and we've done Fleetwood Mac rumors and we've done Dreamboat Annie recently which was amazing so Um, yeah people really love those too and uh well we gotta think up a good one for this year but look it was Pamela Debar who brought us together Yes. Without her, the podcast wouldn't exist, and without her, Our we wouldn't have wouldn't. we wouldn't have had the writing workshop. Yeah. We wouldn't have connected that we all of us, all of all of us out there who love this subject matter so much, have these groupy hearts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you want more of that amazingness, head over to Pamela Debar's Pajama Party podcast. Her most recent interview is with Moon Zappa. Amazing. So she was a governess for Moon, and Moon gets into a lot of interesting. Uh, I haven't heard detail it yet, so... about the Zappa family. Ooh. So if you want more of that, that's where you got to go. Can listen to that on the way home. Yes. Amazing. Hey, Amanda has a question. Amanda says, "Oh, how did you meet? And what does rock and roll mean to you?" Okay, so let's get into that. What does rock and roll mean to you? That's that's like that's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. That's like that's a good one. Like that, I that's uh. What, what, that's what it does to me um it gets you tongue-tied and twisted and what does rock and roll mean to you i'm sure you can say it more eloquently than <laughs> i just did so i was on the subway the other day i was taking transit pretty far west actually and i normally listen to podcasts when i travel but I decided to listen to an entire album on my way to where I was going. And with all of the changes that I've had this year, I was feeling pretty peaceful that day. And I was listening to this album and there was a moment where, and it was pretty empty on the subway, which was nice. So I was sitting and I was just... I was going west, so you get a lot of tunnels and you get a lot of nature. And I was so moved by the music that I, like, welled up. Yeah. I felt so emotional. And it reminded me how music can transport me, how it can make me feel like I'm seeing my life as a film and remind me of how beautiful it is. Yeah. And then it just washed over a sense of like bliss, elation, joy, and gratitude that listening to a podcast would never do that to me. Yeah, I mean, ironically, we're recording a podcast right now, <laughs> but music does that to yeah. me. It transports me. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. 
Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this, talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. It hits my emotions like not much else can. Yeah. In a way that not many things can. I'm not exactly experiencing very many highs and lows at this point in my life. I'm feeling very mm-hmm. regulated. And while, yes, I have moments of like happiness and sadness and whatnot, music makes me feel a way that nothing else can. It's interesting what you're saying uh especially you know year and wrap up decade wrap up i do have spotify so i i didn't post it to the world but i did look up like my statistics and whatever and they had it where you could look up like the seasons of this year like what you were listening to most like the song like the top songs of the spring the mm-hmm. fall and it just looking at that and seeing what the like the songs that were there it hit me like so hard because those songs were like so important to me in certain moments I was going through in the last winter in the spring and I could see it I could see it in the songs these are songs I connected to because like I was feeling those feelings it's like a soundtrack to your life exactly exactly and yeah uh I definitely go to music to find sometimes you can't find the words that you're feeling yourself or you don't know how to express it and but you can find a song that's already expressed it Mm -hmm. and it's like yes I, I get this like this is exactly how I feel right now and it's so comforting that that song is out there Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, someone else has felt this. Someone else knows exactly what this feels like. And yeah, music is just pure emotion. And Mm -hmm. it's also community for me. I mean, it was even in my, because when you begin your life, your family is your community and then it begins to grow from there. So music was my family's community. And then when I was looking to extend, you know, and looking to find myself outside of that. Well, I found music in a community elsewhere and I saw creativity and I saw people making sense of life and people working through things. Mm -hmm. And 
people joining together and I found friendship through music obviously you Pamela are a women's group for sure I have found love I've yeah right I've yeah. dated almost exclusively musicians my yeah. whole life so one thing that was interesting that I noticed when Pamela was here for her doll con no I mean her writing workshop was that she was going to write an article about modern groupies and I said you know I don't know if I'd be able to submit anything anymore Pamela because I don't know if I'm a modern groupie anymore I'm in a like long-term monogamous relationship with somebody who's not a musician he's an artist he's a visual artist he's a filmmaker he's not a musician and I don't go to shows anymore I'm staying home I'm you know but she was like what are you talking about yeah like not a lot of women actually are like in in girls or whatever are going out and really meeting bands and and spending time with musicians anymore like it doesn't mean that you're not still a modern groupie yeah. and i went like of course i mean of course i am when i look at who's playing around shows in toronto like i know these people personally i've mm-hmm. watched their careers grow i've yeah. have connections i've been and this isn't to be like you know but i've stood side stage at concerts that would have barricades on them you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we've gotten into places we've seen things and been places that are a privilege Mm -hmm. an absolute privilege and gotten to know and love personally you know some of the best artists and musicians out there so if that's not a modern groupie I don't know what is yeah and anyone who's out there who also connects to music this way I, I it's, it's strange to me but working at music venues I see it like literally every day people will come and they'll be like I've never been to a show before uh, this is my first time here this is my my first concert and all I can say is if you love music and you're passionate about it please if you're not doing it already like go to live shows because there's no greater experience than, like you said, being in your community, being around other people who feel that way about that those songs and that artist. And you connect with it on a, a completely different way than you are when it's, you know, in your earbuds. Right. And like, that's another special thing. But go out there and experience live shows because that's that's also you know what rock and roll means to me it's just being there being there in that moment and uh, there's no better feeling than being (laughs) at a live concert is my turn to read a question yeah okay strawberry honey says hi i'm a sophomore in college and like you gals i am so in love with music i'm just wondering how i can work with music slash be a groupie i love the podcast thanks strawberry honey we touched a little bit about being a groupie and I think one thing that we're realizing too is that it doesn't have to be actions right yeah it's a state of mind yeah being a groupie is also a state of mind and yeah you don't need to be sleeping with a rock star to call yourself a groupie that's not what that is that's a part of it in some level but it's not everything right Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, I feel like we also talked about if you're if you want to be part of that community, just get out there, go to these Start live small. shows. Yes, exactly. 
If you're, uh, she said she was like a sophomore going yeah. like going to school. That's like the best time. That to must start. be you're American if you say that. Yeah, we I don't think we call it. No, we don't. No. So whatever town you're in, or whatever the next town over is. Yeah, start finding out small venues. Dance. Yeah, go out. Dance for the band. See bands oh, that you I don't even that know. Check out. I mean, nowadays every band is online, so check out your local listings. Check out, you know, just research these bands that are playing that you've never heard of maybe maybe you'll find something you like and go out and just be part of the scene that's that's the thing you got to get out of your house you got to go to these shows you got to support find your find your community yeah yeah now I love the question about working in music and I think this is great more women need to be working in music Mm -hmm. in various roles yeah so what kind of what speaks to you? Oh, okay. Can I touch one more thing Absolutely. about the groupie thing that I forgot? Yeah. Which is, I think, one of the most important things to remember. Befriend the sound technician. And the security guards. The security guards. The Like I said, roadies. befriend everyone there. Yeah, so, talk like, to everyone. Some of the greatest opportunities I've had in terms of seeing the biggest shows on earth and having backstage passes have been through the roadies light yeah, technicians it's not straight through the musician. and guess what i never slept with any of them not exactly. that there's yeah. anything wrong with that but i didn't actually one of the opportunities came i taught a girl she was in grade one her father was a roadie yeah and instead of giving me a tim horton's gift card for christmas he got you a backstage pass. he got me a couple of backstage passes okay yeah yeah everyone talk to everyone be supportive in your community everyone's important and it does take all those people to make don't these shows use great. anyone no but genuinely appreciate and appreciate that everyone is a part exactly of this and yeah if, if you want to be in that community exactly and hey if you're wondering about working in music too like that's a perfect way to find out what other people are working on like what what does the sound man do we what need does... more women who are producing yes. we need more producers sound engineers working in the studios uh we we've done some interviews with women like dorothy carvello who mm-hmm. is in a and r with denise donlin who worked uh, in the canadian music scene go read their books see what the women before you yes. have been through yeah. like denise and and dorothy. both of those women are so supportive yeah. of us and like women coming up like everyone mm-hmm. it wants uh, you to succeed other women want you to succeed mm-hmm. this is a supportive community so yeah. yeah, there's always, you know, there are places that offer workshops. So if you don't want to go to school, like if you don't want to take a college program for something like that, which you totally could, that's great too. And we yeah. need more women in trades and that kind of stuff. Uh, there are workshops that are held maybe, you know, a couple weekends out of the month and you can gain a little bit of skill, like skill that way as well. Mm-hmm. Look for those opportunities and we definitely support your passion to, yeah, to work in music. Yeah, that's so Do cool. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Okie dokie. Brie. All right. Hey, Brie. Uh, she's wanting to know what we're looking forward to next year. Wow. All right, Lang. So what much. What are you looking forward to? Uh, the thing that stands out the most, just because it's somewhat recent, or will be, uh, DollCon. I finally get to go. You went last year. Mm-hmm. That was 
something incredibly special just hearing your stories and hearing about all the fantastic women you got to meet. I can't wait to meet these women. Like I'm so excited and obviously to see Miss P again and uh, a, quite a few of the Toronto dolls are coming as well. Yeah. Which is really nice. So we're going to have our little community and uh, some of them like you like and Linda uh, have been to workshops in other places. Yeah. So it's just nice to see that we're we are all coming together and so we rented a house yeah. and that's where the writing workshops are going to take place so many of us are staying in the house and then there are many other dolls who are staying in a hotel just nearby mm-hmm. and you're gonna love it I never I didn't know because I had never been to Vegas I didn't know actually how fun and kind of calm and like therapeutic it could be I loved the weather I liked the atmosphere it is what you make it right it's what you make it. I mean I'm not a gambler I'm not interested in losing my money so that's not high on my priority list but connecting with these women relaxing uh, I saw we have a pool there mm-hmm. very excited to take a dip outside in February yep so uh, and then after Vegas, well, we're going somewhere right after that too. Yeah, we're going to LA. We're finally going to LA. Oh, <laughs> I am like I just I am so pumped. I cannot. I mean, I can't believe it's happening because we we're staying with friends. Goal. We're gonna yeah do all the things. I want to go on a hike. Yeah, and uh, I'm actually really looking forward to talking to you in the next couple weeks as well. Like planning out everything that we want to do we have some women out there that we are really excited about talking to and uh so yeah it will be it's it's definitely a pleasure but there's going to be a little business and hopefully we'll be bringing you some great new interviews from that journey and uh video footage and we'll do our best to document everything and share that journey with you because you guys helped us get there Mm -hmm. You know, you're part of it. So, yeah, thank you. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I see you soon too, Brie. Yeah. yeah. Brie lives in Vegas. So, you know what we should do? I'm sorry. Is I'm she going like, to actually come to the the writing workshop? I hope so. She should be. And Brie has a podcast called Keeping It Casual. Yeah, she does. And she couldn't come to the second night of the writing workshop because they were doing a live show. That is but so we'll cool. do we'll do a taping or maybe we'll do some kind of live show or uh, something. I would love to with the keeping a casual gal. You got to meet Brie last time and I MJ, did. her co-host. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, that was a bummer that I missed out on that as well. So I'm so excited. Yeah, we need a re- redo uh, mm-hmm. where I'm where I'm there. Yeah, on a there. on a poor on a on a more personal note for 2020, uh, I'm gonna be leaving the city. I'm gonna be moving out of Toronto. Yeah, big step. In June, it's going to be a big step, but it's something that is what my soul is calling for, as well as my partner. And we are moving to a farmhouse. It's not too far from Toronto, so don't worry. Lings and I will still be getting together all of the time. It's like a go train ride into the city, so yeah. I'll be here. If anything, we'll just spend more time together probably because we're going to have to have a sleepover when I come to town. Yeah, we'll make it a big night out. Yeah, or you come visit me in the country yeah. and we'll just be, you know, take a break in the summer and visit you and relax and get some work done and mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm excited for you I know this is something you really want and it's uh, another thing just like the LA trip where it's like it's I've seen this I've seen this on your board you've wanted this forever you 
manifested it and now it's here yeah oh it's so wonderful I'm so excited and I think I've just never felt more like myself before like I'm probably the most comfortable confident in a space where things are just flowing you know that's the best where life isn't a struggle getting through every day isn't difficult and and if you're not connecting to this I'm assuming you're under 30 oh yeah yeah (laughs) don't worry it gets better you get there exactly yeah i think the 30s are really looking good on me they're really working so i'm gonna be doing some more uh like yoga teacher training but it's gonna be more specific to brain trauma and um concussions and traumatic brain injuries and just learning more about how to i guess uh support people in that kind of community as well as uh i've been offered to take a shamanic journeying workshop Cool. So to learn from a from a a woman who does shamanic healings. So uh yeah, things are really and it's wonderful because it's gonna be at that point where I'm gonna enter into a community and you know, it's like I'm not gonna have to rely on my community to like pay my bills by taking these offerings. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I have these offerings and I'm good, but this is what I can give you because this is what I guess abilities or talents I have and they're there if you want it yeah right and I think that's a nice way to enter into anything it's not like I'm doing this because I need it for the money or because I need it to like pay my livelihood I'm actually doing it because like I love it and I think it could benefit my community that's what what greater feeling would doesn't get better than that all right I see a smile on your face um Mallory asked any future expansions in store, video channel, writing articles slash books, etc. It's so interesting because mm-hmm. everything she said is something that's on our radar, something that we're already working on, something we're like already discussing. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so in terms of the video channel, we started dabbling a little bit when we went to Nashville. Yeah, uh, we started dabbling a little bit with Patreon, but Links and I had a very, in a way, busy and in a way, restful second half of our year. Yeah, it's been a lot. So we might have planned, we might have said like, let's all do this by the end of 2019. But I think what Links and I really needed was some, well, yes, we still released stuff for the podcast, you know, whether it was Patreon Mm -hmm. or the regular episode, we were releasing something every week, but we really needed time to go within. And that's why we're coming at you saying, well, this is what we've decided to do. And this is where we are emotionally and spiritually at the moment. So... Yeah, we dabbled a bit in video, but we haven't taken it to the next level, which is something that's going to come. Yeah. And that's, again, this trip that we're taking. That's another step where we can really play with that and have some fun, make some videos there. I got some good feedback on the video from last time. Mm -hmm. And so I know what we can do differently to improve it this time. Yeah. Every I mean, every time you do it is another learning experience yeah do you guys remember the first episode of the the first 10 episodes of this podcast it didn't even have a co-host or an intro song yeah like we're happy to grow and for to put things out that aren't perfect right away i know in this climate especially this like online climate if you put yourself out there and your lighting isn't perfect or your camera and you don't have the led light then some people might frown upon that but 
that's not who we are and that's not who I think our listeners are and there's no judgment there and we're happy to grow yeah we're happy to put things out there that might not be perfect yet but continue to exactly um, and it's just nice being on this journey with everyone listening as well and uh, I think our progress speaks for itself yeah especially like if you listen to my first episode with you um, uh, 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 like that's all I did like it was oh my god I can't I can't listen to it but now I'm just you You just you you can't not learn and grow like it's it happens naturally and uh yeah I think we just get better and better and and in terms of writing a book, so here's the funny thing about this, and here's the funny thing about timing. Uh, we didn't really talk too much about this, and we didn't advertise this at all, but we've actually been into a publishing house. What Were we there for a couple of hours? Yeah. Discussing how all of this could turn into some kind of book. And what we didn't do was jump on that opportunity. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that there was something instinctually inside of us that was very grateful that we were offered this opportunity to go in but we weren't ready yeah and that's fine yep just because you're offered something whether it's a job or an opportunity it doesn't mean you have to do it right away on like somebody else's timeline Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that the opportunity won't be there again you know if we decide hey by may 2020 we want the pitch written then it's still going to be there. Yeah, so exactly. these exactly. things are definitely in the works. I think that the last half of our year was just some prioritizing some rest. I had just finished seven years, you know, retired, mm-hmm. <laughs> resigned mm-hmm. seven years of teaching elementary school. And I think my body and my mind just needed to be in a different space. I feel like with us as well, our journey seems to, everything happens for a reason and everything comes about when it's supposed to. Like everything has always felt very organic with us and our progress and uh it's just it just feels right to trust that everything is is working the way it's supposed to and I I do trust that 100% you know like this just yeah we're good yeah when you make decisions out of fear like oh well we need to start writing this thing now because if we don't do it now then it won't be there for us again then that's not going to be successful because I don't want to ever act or make decisions or create something out of like a fear of fill in the blanks and speaking of creating we're gonna hopefully get some merch oh yes oh my god so we have some pretty good ideas and I I know specifically there's this one idea and you guys are going to love it. You guys are going to love it. So that's going to get drafted up over the winter break. Yeah. And I know it's entirely possible because uh, my partner just got these wonderful t-shirts done and these tote bags done for his work. It took him like a couple of hours well, let's do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we can do this. Yeah. It, it's just a matter of choosing these are the things that we're... And we don't... And we'll grow. We'll start with a couple of designs. We'll put them out there. Yeah. You guys let us know what you think. And we'll go from there. So merch. Look That's look another thing. That's another thing, like, with Brie asking us, like, what are you looking forward to in the next year? Well, that's... Just add that on top of the big list already. 
That's right. All right. Bailey has a question. Bailey, your favorite interview this year. <laughs> that is a difficult one as well because I feel like all of our interviews, I'm just so excited to be talking to these women and they're all so different and it's it's hard to pick a favorite because every conversation we have is special, you know? And there are women that we've interviewed like Kathy Yandoli recently talking about women in hip hop. And I learned so much from her book. Yeah. And God save the Queens. Our interview with her. I, I, that was just so fascinating to me. It was like such a great conversation. Uh, so yeah, like that was one of my favorites this year. Cause I just, I learned so much from her and I had so much fun talking to such a strong woman who knew her shit and was teaching me something and Mm -hmm. uh I just saw I don't know if you have uh she's going to be writing a biography on Aaliyah oh good yeah good I feel like she's the right person to to tackle that she's absolutely the right person for that so yeah I'm really excited about that god who else Jenny Boyd Jenny Boyd that was a great way to start the the new year that was at the beginning of the new year yeah so I think that was like I mean, when you get a first-hand account of being in India with the Beatles and you're sick and John Lennon sings to you and, yeah. and makes you a drawing, like, I, we could have retired. Yeah. We could have retired muses there. We, we mm-hmm. didn't and we won't, but we could have. And it was really great talking to Michelle Overman. Mm-hmm. Uh, people loved it. People seemed to really... It's because Love she's her. such a genuine person, like, and you feel a connection there. And uh, she's just so sweet. And I'm glad she, you know, talked to us and shared with us. And that was special. So, I, but again, every woman, we just did Sally Mann. I, that was so much fun as well. Roxana Shirazi. Roxana. What, oh, a, what a, a woman, right? What a woman. Huh. Yeah, I follow her online and what she's up to. And she's doing stuff in film right now. Yeah. See, like I said, like all of these women are so different. And Devin Crimson was cool because Devin yes. is like such the epitome of the modern muse. Uh, 100%, 100%. Right? She is thriving with her YouTube account. She has the 60s vibe. She just started a band. She has a boyfriend who's in a band. Her clothing is like, she's got a Luke. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. She's got a style. Yeah. She is one of those people, like you were saying, you just, uh, you, you know, you see a star, you know? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. just, she's got it. She's got it. Okay, that wrap. Did we get? Yeah, are you good with that? Yeah, that about oh, wraps wait, wait, up. Wait. Let's just talk quickly. I, this wasn't a question. It's my question, I guess. Oh yeah, we don't have to wrap up the like the last couple of things of our year, but okay. that's the questions. All right, cool. Okay, well, what else do you want to mention that we didn't touch on in the questions? We talked about favorite interviews. I just wanted to touch on a couple of favorite episodes. Sure. I really loved your Dolly Parton and your Olivia Harrison. Thank you very much. Those were really special. I really felt Olivia and Dolly's just, uh, I actually, a couple days ago, I was, when I was sick, I was at home. This Dolly Parton movie came on the TV about her, uh, coat of many colors oh and it, it was like watching your episode though because it was like really yeah it was like baby dolly growing up with her family uh and, and stories that you told 
were being reenacted it was like it was exact it was crazy and i ended up like it was like a family movie i'm I'm not saying like it's not something i would ever have chosen to watch but i ended up sucked into it just because it was like reminding me of the episode so much so that was an interesting well i'm always every time you finish an episode or you present one i'm always like links so much better at this than me her episodes are so much better she's so (laughs) do you know i mean i and that's so funny i always feel that way um but like right back at you every time you present an episode i'm just like damn she did it again (laughs) yeah i think uh i like that like we have a little different style while we're doing it too like it's it's and the people that we pick feel right for us too you know like it's right that you're telling olivia's story Mm -hmm. or and dolly's story and uh yeah it's just that's another thing that's been so nice about this i don't think we've ever had a thing where you're like i really want to do this person i'm like well i kind of really want to do it too and like we have to like argue over yeah we just it's just always worked true yeah a couple of other notable things that happened this year was that we released our 100th episode that yeah that what a milestone yeah three years 100 episodes we're, now we're like 120 almost. this will be 121 yeah it's oh, crazy um we were nominated for an award for the canadian podcast awards that's right look we've yet to win an award we've been nominated for like five we've yet to win maybe 2020 will be our year maybe it's exciting though just uh because yeah, I think that happened like we didn't even know. It was like, yeah. what? We're yeah. nominated? Like, what? Cool. Yeah, that was cool. We launched our Patreon. Yeah. And we, that's just been so rewarding. The, yes, absolutely. Um, financially and creatively. Mm-hmm. We were mentors at the Canadian Music Week. Oh, you killed it. You were so good up there. It was great watching you uh, discuss podcasting. and That wasn't, that was something else. You're thinking about the Toronto Web Fest. I am. Yes, I was on a panel for the Toronto Web Fest, yes. but that was separate from the Canadian Music Week mentorship. I forgot. So remember we were sitting at the tables and then yes, people right. booked I appointments forgot. with us? I did participate in that. I didn't just watch. <laughs> <laughs> so we had that. Uh, what else? Um, it's just, it's been like a great that's, year. Yeah, that's about, that's about it. Those were the main, the main things that had to do with the podcast. Obviously, it was a very spiritual year for us. I uh, left teaching. You know, I took a trip to Prince Edward Island. Uh, yeah, I went to went Montreal. To went to Vegas. I went to New York, my mm-hmm. happy place. I got to see Bikini Kill. That was incredible. I was accepted into a master's program at a university in Vancouver, which I decided not to take. Yeah. But that's amazing as well. You're doing so good. You're doing so good. (laughs) And yeah, we've had some really great conversations lately about where we want to take this. And look, we're not done. It's it's where it's over three years. It's uh, we're going to go up to 150, 200 episodes. And thanks for still listening. Thank you. You know, this is great. And thank you for every comment that is written every message you guys send that means so much to us Mm -hmm. so thank you and please continue talking to us we love talking to you and even like episode 20 you know we couldn't have recorded an entire episode just talking about ourselves and what we've been up to but it's like at this point to be able to share these things because it hasn't been just us we didn't get just get here by 
by nobody being around us it's been exactly. we've been so supported we've been so loved uh every comment every like every listen every download we see it we hear it we appreciate it thank you yeah. thank you for making our 2019 so amazing the last couple of years so amazing and let's all move into this decade together anytime you guys have a question a comment anything we're always here so it's us that we we answer the yeah and the messages, yeah we should definitely emails maybe in like six months do another ask us something or mm-hmm. maybe just fun. do like a bonus uh episode and throw that out there because yeah this was so much fun answering some questions and yeah keep them coming yeah keep them coming All right. Well, I hope everybody has a very safe and happy end of December and Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And we'll see ya. We'll see you in 2020. Bye. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you, and let's make season two even more memorable together.